and we're back back for another ep how's everyone doing today it's the myth the legend the one the only the dawn and uh you know uh i wanted to play summertime sadness but the truth is we're not sad it is back to school season and i i thought to myself it would only be fitting to get a to get a special guest that uh you know is is part of the the system and by system i'm talking educational system and um without further further ado i'd like to introduce you guys our latest guest special guest she goes by the name of is it camilla it's camilla oh camilla miss camilla my apologies she is a uh, educational teacher i believe she teaches i don't have no idea she's gonna tell you everything but without further ado hello camilla Hello. How are you doing today? I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be here. Welcome to the talks. Thank you. It's lovely. So uh, you, when I asked you, <laughs> when I asked you if I wanted, uh, if if you wanted to be part of a podcast, what did you envision when I said that? I mean, at first I just imagined, you know, like Andrew Tate, and then I was like, oh, I hope it's not about that. <laughs> and then you're like, no, it's about school. And I was excited because it's the first day of school for teachers today. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah on brand oh that, that thus is true uh so quickly she's talks isn't just about school or teachers every episode is different every guest is what defines what the episode will be about so this episode is basically about you the pros and the cons of being a teacher uh what you like what you don't like obviously pros and cons and just things you'd like to you know share tell us more about yourself obviously you're not from here mm-hmm. um you're you just where are you from you somewhere in the uk yeah i'm from brighton brighton and you were teaching in brighton yeah so i taught about two years in brighton and then i recently moved here i think about two and a half years ago just after covid oh COVID. um and then i started teaching with one of the bigger boards in the, in the province and, and, and is that yeah. the ceb cbe cbe yes so cb calgary board of education oh okay okay yeah. cool 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 uh what made you want to become a teacher oh i guess it's just because i've always liked going to school and oh. it's always been like a comfortable place for me and so i kind of want to do that for kids as well but as you actually become a teacher you realize it's not all just fun and games fun and games well <laughs> what's not fun and games about it I mean, I guess this is the cons that we're talking about. Yeah, and of course, of course. I guess it's like, you know, lots of paperwork and there's there's some snooty kids and there's puke and there's all sorts of things you don't learn in school, really. No, no when you say there's puke, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused. You're, you're, you're teaching, you're, what, you, what, you teach phys ed? No. So, so why is there puke? Yeah, well, you know, kids get nervous or they eat too much. And, and they just throw up right in class. Yeah, they'll and look you're, you. And you're, and you're held accountable. Yeah, they look you dead in the eye and they go, Miss Camilla. And I'm like, yes, what can I do for you? And the next thing you know... <laughs> and you just threw up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's an actual kid like, coming up to me and they're puking like in my face. And I'm like, you know, there's a garbage can like 10 paces from you, but instead you have to come to me, which was further for them. But they try to get out of tests by feeling like they're sick, but really um, they're, they're just fine. They come back the next day feeling perfectly fine so how about you do you feel perfectly fine the next day or or is that added to your journal (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm definitely a little scarred from it not gonna lie 
Trauma, um, the same. Yeah, a little different traumatized. I mean, the students that were surrounding him at the time, this is a true story, some of them like got attacked as well and they were just like shook the whole day. They couldn't handle it. They were just like never the same. Um, one girl who never stopped talking stopped talking after oh, wow. that because she was just distraught. But I mean, it's not all gross. Obviously, obviously. There's there, lots of good things. There's, there's good things and there's bad things. I think, uh, again, I'm not a teacher, so I'm just speaking on my behalf. But I'd say the good thing about being a teacher is that you you kind of hold this leader mm-hmm. position in yeah. your classroom where, you know, I, I think I said this earlier, like, oh, we can't use that word, but I'm going to use it anyways, that you are the shot caller. You know, you call the <laughs> shots, you know, and, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you do when you're teaching, like you already have have the system, you already have everything you know, five steps ahead, you already know what you're teaching your students or what, whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that kind of give you like a little bit of joy? A little, yeah. Like, that little bit gives you like, you're like, yes, I got the power. <laughs> 100%. The, the untold like best part about being a teacher is 100% the fact that we are just the absolute bosses. Like, if I don't feel like teaching that day, we're watching a movie. If I feel like they're bothering me we're silent reading for 45 minutes like oh, it's wow. just I can do whatever I want no so, one's gonna talk so to you, me so you really are the shot caller I'm like I guess so to speak the dawn of the education oh, system wow, the, dawn. the dawn of the classroom <laughs> <laughs> alright oh, just yeah. to kind of connect with you there yeah, but you know oh, I can oh. never fill those shoes but in, the, <laughs> in terms of the classroom it's like it's annoying because all you hear is your name it's come on, it's come on, it's come on, all the time and that's where it's just kind of like Sometimes, have you ever seen The Office? You know, like when they get bothered, they look. Are you talking the, the show, The Office? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Show, The Office. Yeah, you yeah. know, like when they get bothered, they look into the camera and they kind of stare dead into the camera. That's... There's times where like, the kids are so frustrating. I look into like a wall or the whiteboard, and I'm just like, oh my god, what have I done? And then I like kind of snap back into it. I'm like, okay, get you a band aid. You have to do this. You wear your homework. Tie your shoes, and then you kind of get back into it. But uh, it's hype. It's hype. <laughs> so, what? Uh... What grade do you, do you usually teach? Typically, lately, the last grades I've been teaching is grade six. Grade six and grade yeah. six. So grade six is a uh, like here in the in, like I don't know how it is in the UK, but from my past experience, um, it's I think like after grade six you go to junior high mm-hmm. and then you go to high school. So grade six is kind of like the last grade of elementary school. Technically, yes. So I guess it's a fragile age because you have a lot of kids that are just all. How old are you, grade six? Students? Like between eleven and twelve. Oh yeah, that's a very fragile age. They yeah. think they can be anything they want, which is good. Mm-hmm. Which is good, but you know, they. Uh, I think respect goes a long way too. Oh, 100%. You, would you would you say that your students or students in general are respectful or they're just? I mean, it always depends on the demographic. Like, do you feel like you're babysitting or teaching? Okay, yeah, that's always a question people always say. Like, oh, teachers are glorified babysitters, and that's first of all wrong. Second of all, I believe when you're in the younger grades, it's definitely feeling a lot more babysitting in the way that, like, every kid needs so many things. They need you to help tie their shoe and figure out their problems with their friends and pack the backpacks, and that's what I did when I was doing grade two. But with grade six... Grade two? I did grade two a couple of years ago when I first oh. came here. So wait, I, how many grades have you uh, taught? So when I first started in the province, I was actually substituting almost every grade. So when you substitute with this particular board, basically you're always going with any 
age group that they give you oh, but wow. when you actually get a contract when you're actually able to start teaching with a specific class i started with grade two i dabbled in a little bit of junior high mental health and then oh, wow. i did grade two and then now i'm doing grade six this is my my second year in grade six wow. so so you did a bunch of side quests before you decided yeah. to sign a contract 100 yeah oh, okay, okay um well decide is one thing offered is the other thing oh, yeah. um the, the offered jobs, my apologies yeah it's always ridiculous. it's like a sport you know yeah. it is you know, like i drafted you <laughs> you <laughs> all right we got you for this exactly um but yeah basically that's kind of how it works for like with grade six like they're a lot more self-sufficient so it feels a little better but the thing is is it's very different because in brighton there's like a cap of like 26 kids in a classroom like maximum and 26 students in students, a classroom yeah. okay whereas with here in alberta especially i heard bc is different but i'm not sure but in, in alberta there's no cap so like last year i had 39 kids in a classroom and oh, i had wow. two classes of them and with grade six especially with their with their hormones and how they're growing and how they're changing grade six is very interesting because some kids are very grade four and some kids are very like grade eight at the same time mentally like some are up. more mature than their yeah. age some are under the age. Yeah. and so like it's hard to kind of create the classroom where they can all kind of like coexist with each other yeah, yeah, versus like with themselves so that's kind of where the biggest trickiness is in their personality but they're quirky and they're fun and they're crazy or they're weird does yeah. that make you weird and crazy as well or yeah what I like about the most about teaching the younger grades is they've always matched my energy because sometimes I'm like an absolute cuckoo person <laughs> and I walk in, I'm just like crazy and sometimes even they're like, can you calm down? Like, can you... Like, wow, cool they, 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 the they, tell you, they tell you that. Oh yeah, I'll break out into song halfway through the day and they'll just be like, what in the world are you doing? And I'm just like, well, like, how else are you going to listen? Because the thing is, they actually listen when you're more crazy. You know what's so funny? I've seen this TikTok mm-hmm. and this teacher, he's teaching... This is somewhere in Europe, and uh, no one's listening. And then, and then I think he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, see. And then everyone's like, see. That's like a Ronaldo, mm-hmm. like you know, when oh, Ron- okay. Ron- Ron- Ronaldo's vintage. Uh, when he scores, he runs to the corner and he goes, see. And, I, and then, so he went, see. And then everyone's like, see. I'm like, okay. And then everyone started listening. Mm. So I feel like sometimes, again, I'm just speaking like uh, from what i've seen obviously i'm not a teacher but like sometimes when you want your students to uh you know pay attention you gotta have like a, a sort of reference that everyone mm-hmm. or at least majority of the classroom can relate to whether it's you know the c or whether you know like uh there's a lot of like s- sayings that you know you remember like the the hunger games whistle the, yeah yeah you know you do that yeah. then everyone does it and then boom you get it's all actually, their attention yeah they're called attention grabbers. short-term memory Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's one some of them is like a common one is a spongebob one so we go like um who lives in a pineapple under the sea and they all yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's a video that one and that one's Do a fun you, one have you, have you used that before I've done that one before it's really fun but it gets really chaotic because they all start singing it and then they sing the whole always, they yeah, sing the whole thing huh? there's always those three three or four kids who are just like the whole thing and they start singing and it's like oh spongebob for like five minutes and it's impossible to get them back in so that one's kind of a little nuanced of how you have to like approach yeah, you, it you gotta get a shorter one you yeah know? sometimes i go when i say grade you say six and we kind of like do a little hype and that's a great six it's actually quite cool um <laughs> or sometimes it's like a clap a classic one i bet you everyone's had like <coughs> the classic like and oh, then yeah, all yeah. the kids have to repeat it or sometimes if i really want to shock them i close the lights and everyone's like ah 
and oh, then wow. that'll get the attention. But so there's levels of uh, of this, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Depends how you're feeling. And it depends how I'm feeling. Also, also depends on the group, because some groups can handle, for example, SpongeBob and not always take advantage of it. And some groups are just so crazy that they actually can't. So you have to do something a little more simple, because mm. otherwise it just won't work. Fair enough. SpongeBob is iconic, though. Iconic, always, yeah, yeah. and kids just love everything about him. But like, but I think 90% of the job really is classroom management, and that's the actually the main thing you don't learn in teacher school. Um, I, did, I did school in the UK, and basically what we did, we had practicums was the best part. So practicums basically during school, you go in and you like basically shadow a teacher and work with them and kind of try to like learn it. And I think that was the best part of the whole thing is actually learning in real life because it was actually kind of a waste. Hands on. Um, yeah, the hands-on part, and that was the biggest thing is the classroom management because if you can't get that down, the kids will basically just walk all over you, and you won't oh. get through curriculum because you're too busy being walked on. So, yeah, well, you, you, there's this wise saying I I tell my friends all the time and myself: you either get stepped on or you step on. Ah, that's so, very profound. Did, yeah. did you say that or someone else? I was uh, I was quoted by the one and only Shisha Don. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, wow! I, so I'm sitting in the presence of like a star. Uh, a local star, but you know, I, I don't like to consider myself a star. Only reason. a local star. I'm not familiar with the area, so I guess that's actually really interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm well known in the city for sure. Maybe next time, maybe my only my students would know you guys. Know Definitely you not. You know, no. if, maybe if you're teaching high school students. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, like, I'm not I, there yet. I did an EP with my sister, and uh, like just funny. We'll go back to what we were just speaking about, but like a lot, a, a lot of people be like. To my sister, your brother's the Shisha Don. Uh. <laughs> and my sister's like, yeah, so. You know? I'm like, yo, it's a pretty big deal, you know. But okay. I, my sister doesn't see it, you know. I tell him like, yo, man, you, you know, the Don is your brother. You should, you know. Is she younger than you? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. probably just like, I what have it? no idea why yeah. this is important. I'm more important than you. Pretty you're like, much. nah, yeah. I'm the Don. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. It's, it is what it is. I, uh, I don't let it uh, get into my uh, heart, you know. But do you let it get to your head? That's I, the real question. I let it get to my head. Ah, there but it is. But not my heart, Don. though. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, back to okay, teaching. Um, mm-hmm. So the, we were basically talking about controlling, uh, managing. Do you micromanage a lot of students? So are, you, are you a micromanager? In general? I hate that word. <laughs> micromanaging? Yeah. I hate being micromanaged by anybody. Yeah. But uh, I think nothing's worse was when... Like you're micromanaging someone and they call you out on it. Mm-hmm. Why are you micromanaging me? And kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah, you know? like, what do you mean? Yeah, what but do you mean? But the thing is, is like, but it's actually are. ironic because it's like usually micromanagers are your managers. So it's like microing obviously is a part that's like stressful and difficult. And as a teacher, like these kids need to be micromanaged mm-hmm. typically because they're just like always all over the place. Mm-hmm. But there's some kids I had a really good group last year where they're just like, some of the kids who like participate in extracurriculars or they have really good family ties outside of this classroom like they are so self-sufficient i don't have to worry about those like six kids and so i don't manage them they do everything on their own if they need to go into the hall i don't ask them questions whatever mm-hmm. um other kids absolutely need to be micromanaged if you've ever been moved towards like the teacher's desk oh yeah or separated I, from your friends that's us micromanaging because you I'll obviously be honest with you. can't manage yourselves so yeah, we have to yeah. do it for you i was so. i was a troubled student back then uh, i remember What's a troubled student look like for you? Tell me about your experience uh, well, as a student. As a Flip student, <laughs> I think uh, one thing I don't I I remember very vividly is I uh, had my head down mm. and uh, just you know in my own head, and someone, one of the students, 
slammed a textbook on my head and I got up and I beat the kid up right there and then my consequence even though I didn't initiate anything I know my consequence was my desk was put right beside the teacher and I could not put my head down so I felt like I was being micromanaged micromanaged and stuff and oh. and like the thing is like think about it you're like everyone's facing the teacher now you're facing everyone yeah because the teacher's right beside you so I felt like the teacher's pet even though I wasn't a pet mm, but like you know, but I was like pissed I, was like, I think it's actually it's, it's very interesting with like the kids that need more support I guess by the way this was them. elementary days so okay, <laughs> it was so a long yeah it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah it's great that you've ever, yeah. uh, you know, evolved since then yeah. but um <laughs> I think a big issue is like when teachers and I found myself doing this a lot with grade 2 because it was just so much like he said he said she said she oh, said yeah, yeah. that sometimes teachers forget to really find out the other other half of the story there's always so they three always parts pick. of the story and ironically I was that student too where I always I talk all the time I'm such a chatterbox and my teacher would literally be like, I wouldn't be talking. She'd be like, Kimila, stop talking. And she wouldn't even look up. She'd just assume it was me. And that would really frustrate me because oh, yeah, teachers yeah, yeah, aren't yeah, listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they don't want to listen to me because they're kids. And I think that's something that I can resonate with. So I feel like I, I try to bring that into my practice. But, you know, I have made mistakes where sometimes I pull up the wrong kid and I feel bad about it and I apologize. And I'm like, you know, I should listen that's to you. to me multiple And times, it happens yeah. and, and it definitely, like, it sticks with you as, as you get older, obviously. I mean, you're still sad about it. But, I mean, <laughs> we're getting through okay. it. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think uh, like now that I'm obviously I'm a lot older and wiser, I didn't realize how much how much is on a plate for a teacher. I appreciate that comment. No, no, so no, much. but Keep it's it, but it's it's, <laughs> it's it's true because like you know, te- like a teacher is not only teaching a student; it's teaching a group. And it's not just like a group of like a, a fat group, and it's multiple groups. <laughs> fat group. Yeah, it's a, it's multiple groups, and yes, as you said, there's gonna be all types of students. There's gonna be students that are A plus. There's gonna be students that you know don't want to do anything. There's gonna mm-hmm. be students that are there to just make people laugh. There's gonna be students there that you know are are want to learn but they can't because they they have ADHD. They have mm-hmm. some sort of I don't know if disorder is the right word for it, but some sort yeah. of something wrong with them. And a te- it's a teacher's responsibility to get that th- get that in them. And then the thing that I think m- what made uh, students dislike teachers again, this is just a portion, mm-hmm. is when let's say you're a student and you're having troubles with an assignment or a project or whatever, and you don't get it done, and then the teacher goes to I don't know if this is a last resort, but goes to one of the resorts where they they call the parent, mm-hmm. and you know that depending on where the household is if it's a again not being racist if it's a white household i don't think nothing would happen if it's a arab household you know depending on mm-hmm. you know your parents if they were born here or not you know they're gonna take it as this well, why you're not paying attention in school yeah. you're gonna get a beating and like you know I, I received a lot of those in my in my past mm-hmm. that i think about it because like you know i used to have te- every single teacher call my parents mm-hmm. whether i was late whether i didn't do this whether I'm having a hard time learning and and I think them calling my parents at the time I felt was so disrespectful, betrayed. so rude, betrayed, you mm-hmm. know, like what the heck, you know? Where but then, you know, 10, 15 years later you're like, well, you know, I wasn't the only student they were teaching. Mm-hmm. There was so much, you know. And I think like now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, well, you know, like hats off to 
all the teachers. I mean, there's some teachers I hated. I I remember I used to show up to this this class, social studies. I think that was my worst. I think social studies was the stupidest course. I'm sorry. I'm super offended because I literally teach social studies. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have to say that just because I don't need to know about the Renaissance. I don't need to know about history. With all due respect, I'm sorry. No, I but I don't need to know anything that's not going to affect me in the future. Right. And so I used to always show up late to this class. And, and the only way you were allowed to enter this class is if you got the teacher orange juice or as if you did depending how long you were like let's say you were late for okay, 10 so minutes okay so that teacher's kind of like the dawn of education yeah and it, pimping out kids yeah, orange yeah, juice. yeah. <laughs> orange juice or if you couldn't you know get orange juice you'd have to do push-ups in front of the whole classroom now i'm not oh. gonna lie i was a fat kid back then oh. so you know i'd show up late and you know oh, empty-handed they're like yeah empty-handed you know they're like they're like well in order to come go in this class you got to do uh so oh, you were 16 minutes late you need to do 16 push-ups back then but even five push-ups was hard. But I was doing it, and some of the students would laugh and stuff. And I would not take shit from no one. So after someone would laugh, I'd get up. Oh, who's laughing? I'll laugh you up right in front of them. Teacher would kick me out. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you're making me. Obviously, that teacher, I don't respect him. Then, before, then, now, mm -hmm. because like you made me look like a fool. Yeah, okay, I get it. I was late, but there's no reason to go that far. Yeah, no, and but this, and it's just like I don't know where the story is even coming like. If this has anything to relate to what we're talking it does. about, it but it's just it just made me upset because I'm like, okay, like this is your way of teaching, like punishing your students for being late. Because let's be honest, people be late, it's normal, it's part of life, you mm -hmm. know. But like, you know, some people didn't mind it. I remember I had some like friends that were ripped, they'd show up 30 minutes late to class just to show off that they could yeah. do 30 push ups. <laughs> Like with that story, a big thing is, is that uh, what I remember when I was in teacher school was the biggest thing that they said was most people when they go to high school, they go to school at all, they don't remember the things that they learned, but they will definitely remember the teachers that taught them. And I feel like most people can at least say the last 10 teachers that they had in school. I can name all of the ones I've had since I was in grade school. And the main wow. thing is whether or not that teacher's a good teacher because I was thinking about the one that kind of pimped you guys out for orange juice and, and push-ups, <laughs> those types of things. Like, that is how they've left a mark on you and I think that's where it's like, this is what makes kids not excited to go to school and you remember that forever. Whether or not you know, you're older and wiser, like you said, like you, you've moved on from it, but it still sticks with you. And I think the biggest part for a teacher, which is hard with students, and like you're saying, like we teach with so many kids, it's making kids want to come to school, I think is the hardest part of teaching. Because if you don't want to be there, it's really, really difficult to actually want to teach them. And I think that's where it's really hard for us, because it's just like, we don't want to punish you, we don't want to make you feel bad, we don't want to like, push you out from all the other friends and like, separate you. But if you don't want to be there, then it's like, what can we do with you for six hours? And then eventually you don't want to do your homework and you want to come in late. And then they get mad at us for calling the parents. And I think that's where it's like, very but, tricky because but, you gotta want to be there. You wanna have to learn. You gotta yeah, at least show up. I, I didn't want to bring this up, but you brought it up. So okay, you're in school for was it six hours? I think it's a little more. No, six hours. So six hours. Okay, six hours. And then to top it off, you get you get thrown with homework. Yeah. And maybe it's to prepare you for the life ahead. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's really what it is for. But some ninety percent of the time, I feel like. It's just pointless. Okay, well, I think this is what I have to think about it as. Like you were saying, <coughs> I don't care about the Enlighten me. 
Well, I will, because in the Renaissance, Teach it was the Enlightenment. The student. <laughs> the student. But basically, the idea is it's not necessarily like we actually care about you knowing about the Renaissance and knowing about, you know, Hitler and World War II and Japan, all the things that happened. It's actually just like the skill sets that you need from this. You need to know how to organize your time with due dates. You need to know how to show up on time because there's going to be a time where you have to be on time. Whether or not you go to post-secondary doesn't matter. That's one thing. But it does matter when you are going to work or you have someone, you're trying to maintain meaningful relationships in your life. And there's things where there's skill sets. Being able to write creatively is really important. Some of you people, like, they grow up and they realize, oh, I love poetry. Or some people don't understand when someone were to say a metaphor, for example. If you're going to say a really cool, like I know, like I've seen some of the things that you've written and some of the things that you say on your on your shisha page, and you talk about some of these cool lyrics or or poems or quotes that you say that、mm-hmm. have figurative language that's fully English in them. That is yeah, fully Italian. Some people will grow up not knowing or understanding what you meant by that because that, you said that is- something that wasn't. Black and white. You said something that was a little bit more between the lines,、Correct. and that's the skill set you're going to need as you grow up. It's、yeah. in movies, it's in media, it's in songs that we listen to.、Wow. And if you can't figure that out, then your your brain capacity is not as where it should be, you know.、Wow. And if you're not at that point where you can be like, oh, that was what a cool metaphor that was, <coughs> or what a cool saying that he said, and then it's like, oh, what did he mean by that? Well, I mean, like, if you're 30 years old, you don't know what he meant by that. Then, like, where were you in school? You have to figure that stuff out, you know. But if you do know those things and you can figure out those. Like、um, social cues within your family, or when you're out with your friends, that's important stuff that you learn in school as well. And I feel like that's the part kids are missing because they think we care about if you know about democracy or if you know about you know when World War Two ended. Like we actually don't care about that. That's just because of the standardized testing. But we care about the other parts of the skills. And I personally, like my theory or like my like way of teaching is I actually don't care about the curriculum. I know this is probably gonna get me fired, but I don't care about the curriculum because the curriculum is always gonna be there. It's always gonna be pay- like things you have to read and things you're going C- to watch. CBE about to lose your job. Yeah, CBE is like where is Miss Kila? They cut me off completely.、Um, that and it's pending. I'm gonna get through the first year, first week of school. Don't worry, I don't but, think we'll have any teachers listening to this party. I don't know. You never know. You never know. If you are I, there, hello, teachers. We respect、yeah. you. Go get some Starbucks. My, I have one of my、uh, teachers I went to high school with. Or went to high school. In high school, he, ta- <laughs> he taught math. I have him on Snapchat. Very nice teacher. Oh, I mean. Yeah, but I don't know. Doesn't really post. Yeah, like after you graduate, like you can basically like have those interactions with them like、yeah. on social media. But the main part is really just like the, inter- the interpersonal relationships you have with the students. And if I can't have a relationship with my students, like that's the only thing I actually try to do. Like curriculum, I can just Google like what is democracy. Like I don't really care about how the kids take that part. It's just I care if they're actually there.、Mm-hmm. And then yeah, if you put your head down and someone hits you with a textbook, then I have to ask both sides of the story because、yeah. I would feel so bad. Actually, this is a tangent, but I went to school with a girl when I went to High Rise Elementary. It's on the coast, actually, of Brighton. It's actually really cool. It's one of the best schools there. If you ever go, check it out. But I went there, and my one friend, her name is Julia. She got hit in the head with a textbook,、oh, and、wow. she actually had a major concussion. Oh wow! She was out of school for like four months, and to、Holy. this day, yeah. It was a huge concussion. I remember the man who did it. His name was Jason, and like the whole school year, I was like, "Oh yeah, like you're just a concussion giver." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "You know what? Like, go play some sports, maybe." And then that's when it's like, like applicable to people concussions. But he just whacked her with a with a textbook like, for no to- reason. Yeah, and that's what I think about. Like, this is why kids get micromanaged first of all because、yeah. they obviously can't handle it. He's hitting people with textbooks. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. You got you got to think too, like the way.、Uh, I think it all goes back to the household too, right? Like、yeah. how a student acts or behaves、mm-hmm. is because of their house, 
the, the, the house they're living whether it's their parents their siblings whatever it is because mm-hmm. like i've like i realized it like i had like gr- growing up like i was i'm very I was very outgoing and friendly so i had all sorts of friends i had friends that you know were just weirdos and i had friends that were just like straight meaning like you know like they had a system at home and mm-hmm. they followed everything like they like you could tell you could actually just tell how a student or person is just by what they come to school with yeah like, you know whether it's like some people they sometimes don't come with nothing some they come with yeah. a backpack and they just throw everything in there uh-huh. some they're so organized they have the whole system all classes everything written and it's like you could tell all this why is the person the way they are is because it goes back to oh totally home like there's two i have actually like two different examples like one one girl that i used to teach she did like gymnastics and pianos and those sorts of things and so people who do extracurricular understand the meaning of the schedule time and, and time and that's something that even i lacked as, as a child i wasn't in extracurriculars until i was in high school and it was difficult for me to be able to keep up with the things i was doing because i felt like i had all this time like how you're saying like i don't understand why there's homework but people who have other things in their in their evenings to them, homework is just a thing they have to do so they can get to the other activity they have to do. But this other student I taught, this is a funny story. It's not that <coughs> funny. But we were watching the movie called Parent Trap. And if you've seen Parent Trap, it's like Lindsay Lohan. She's like a little kid and they're twins. And they basically, she's trying to get her parents back together. It doesn't matter about the synopsis. Basically, in the movie, Lindsay Lohan pierces her own ears. Okay. We showed her this, we showed this class, this movie. And one of our students, um, her name is Jessica. She was wonderful. Um, she, this goes back to how the household changes everything. She, I think, grew up in a kind of like a looser household where like she doesn't really get in trouble for the things that she does wrong when things are actually wrong. She doesn't really get real punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what does she do? I don't know how she does it, but she ordered a ear piercer off of Amazon. Oh, okay. And that's cool. She can do that. She can do that at home all she wants. But did she do it at home? No, she didn't. Just her- she brought it to school. She goes to the bathroom and she pierces her ears. Her ears or her other people's ears? ears. Oh, okay. Now I will say when I went in there because everyone came back they're like, "Oh, Miss Camilla, what is Jessica doing? She's piercing her ears." I was like, "Oh my god, like, why does this happen to me?" So it's like the last week of school. I was like, "I just want to go home. It's my summer." So I go in there and yeah, like it was a little bloody, but I will say, she has a future in piercing ears because it was so even. Her ears looked amazing, and I was like, "Yeah, like, can you give me a little bit of a piercing before I call your parents?" No, I was kidding. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, can you do a quick one here, Jess? Thank you. Um, she was great at it, but there's things like that where it's just like, when I called her dad, her dad has the funniest um, e- email. It was literally called like Fat Richard at gmail.com and I was like I mean that was a fake name so don't try emailing him but that idea of like this is just they're just such a chill family and I call him and he's like oh yeah, yeah I'll let her know like she can't do that I'm like do you have you know alcohol to make sure that you clean her ears like, yeah yeah we'll Aroma. figure it out rubbing alcohol and I asked her I'm like why did you do that she's like oh, I was gonna do it anyways and I was like that's great Jess but you can't do that at school and she's like well I was bored and I was like apologies Jess that I can't keep you and 39 other kids entertained that you had to go pierce your own ears with a gun and I was like with a piercing gun and yeah, I was just kind of like make sure you say that that's where I, yeah that's where I got a little bit floored but I was like these kids are 11 oh yeah she's 11 oh. and this is the things that they're getting up to next well, thing you know she's gonna tattoo somebody in there and I'm like you know what I think Jess needs to get a little bit more of a, a stricter hand at home I, <laughs> I had a couple friends in high school that used to cut hair in the, in the boys locker room oh my god! they both now own their own barbershop oh yeah yeah they have a good bright but, future but uh, yeah they uh, I remember like they would they would have like double spare i think that's it was spare mm-hmm. and in that spare there was a lineup in the locker room 
five dollar cuts five dollar cuts you'll never get that anywhere you're <laughs> like for a minute you're looking minimum 30 bucks five five dollar cut you know you cut your hair and then you know there's showers there so you'd use the shower oh, thing yeah. to wash your hair you know and uh like it was like a two-year hustle you know like grade 11 12 and then started working at a shop <clears throat> and then eventually got his own shop both of them got their own shop and now they're both well known in the city they both wow. you know and they're very good like what they do and it's crazy because like they started like you're talking about this girl who used to pierce do, do piercing who knows maybe she's piercing that's what she's doing right now maybe she's mm-hmm. as you said ta- like these th- these hobbies can turn to a lifestyle because oh, yeah. like again think about it like being a barber you don't need a you don't, you don't need an educational background mm-hmm. same with piercing yeah. eyelashes like yeah there is some studies you need to know for everything but like we're talking about school like actual yeah. education and like regular school is not really necessarily for everyone and that's where i think those types of people or the girl was talking about like those hobbies they actually can turn into a career because standardized school you know renaissance and kyoto and all those things that we're learning about is not for every single person and i think not that's where the hobbies are actually really important but i think it just depends on where and when there's a time and do place you, for everything yeah do you do you have any other hobbies other than being a teacher um well actually so i don't know if you noticed but like the uk is really big in rugby so i used to play lots of rugby when oh, i was nice. back home um since covid i haven't though um but i did like lots of the that type of full contact sport full contact yeah, yeah. That, i honestly like if i were to play a sport that wasn't full contact i would just hit people and that's when i used to get kicked out so oh. like i can play like I can't, I can't do soccer i can't trust my feet but basketball or other badminton i'm somehow hitting people um you're so hitting people in i just i elbowing them i don't like i don't you're like, like your teammate yeah because oh, in okay. the way it's just like i don't um, that's where communication goes i got it i got yeah, it yeah but oh. like i always i'm a micromanager member so i like i, I like to always <laughs> have it and they're always in my face <laughs> so i'm like yeah no not today um but yeah, I do that. I do like to bake. I do do a couple of those um, custom cakes and those oh, types nice. of things. Good, good. But wow. yeah, just something fun and, and pretty. I like aesthetics. So if it's cute, I'm doing it. Interior design. So I've painted my walls like eight different times. Wow. It's a different room every time. And it's wonderful. Wow. Does yeah. that like change your mood every time? Every time. Oh. So if like, it's like a darker room, I'm suddenly like moody and I'm like more like emotional. And then if it's like a brighter room, suddenly I'm like so happy and joyous and I have my hair in pigtails and it's lovely. Isn't it better to just like grab one of those lights and that, you know, the LED light that can like switch the colors of your room? That way, instead of always painting your room, oh. you know, you, oh. could, <laughs> you could just, oh, oh I'm moody. Okay, that's funny that you say that because that's actually a really interesting way to paint the walls temporarily, I guess. But I actually do have those light bulbs. And if you're interested, they're at Costco, that's where I got mine. And you can put the light bulbs in there, you can dictate the colors from your phone. So actually, when I am moody, if I'm like, you know, sobbing in my bed, you mm. know that there's going to be like red lights, blue lights, and I'm going to put like ocean sounds on. I want to do a small yeah, thing. You get the sound effects. Yeah, I have my Siri, my, my little Apple <laughs> pod. And, um, <laughs> and then if I want like a more like a hype day, something's exciting, I have my music. Yeah, so there's times where like my room can turn into anything that I want. But then oh. suddenly my room gets boring, so I have to go to other parts in the home, and then I turn that into my own, and suddenly I'm just like conquering all walls of different designs. Start micromanaging the I'm house. I'm micromanaging eh? everything. Every, <laughs> <laughs> it's <in> my way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Okay. Uh, one more thing before we kind of wrap things up. So, we talked a lot about the educational system. Now, something you told me, which, you know, like you get the summer off, 
mm-hmm. which is is great. You know, it's like almost two months, maybe just over two months. But you're working every any day. There, like you're working basically every day. But if there's a holiday or a, it's like for example, I don't know. The, do they call it Labor Weekend? Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend? weekend? That's yeah. coming up, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you're off mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend, right? Or the Monday or the Friday, whatever it is. Now, you're off all holidays. Mm-hmm. And summer. Mm-hmm. So would you consider that is the pro of being a teacher? Or yes, like, 100%. <clears throat> so like, like when it's really the last day of school, it's not just the students that are like, yip, yip, hooray. Oh, yeah. You're, you're out here like skipping and, you know. Oh, 100%. Actually, like it was funny because our principal emailed us on the last day of school. <coughs> and she says, because um, sometimes teachers make you stay longer, the principals. But she was like, make sure you don't hit your kids on the way out of the parking lot. Because basically everyone's going to be zooming out, <laughs> uh, trying to get home. And that's a big perk is like, you are putting in like seven days a week, your work, the 10 months that you're actually at work. But when you're actually not doing it anymore... It's like you're completely shut down. You have nothing else to do for two months. Also, your Christmas break is extra long. The only like con about that is if you want to travel, you're always going high season, so you're always paying extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a huge thing where I like to have like fragmented work. Like, I like to have consistent breaks, and I cannot do just like two days on the weekend. Like mm-hmm. that to me seems like an abomination. But I prefer to have be able like have break it up and be like, okay, I only have four months until Christmas break. Then I've got like three months until March break. And then I have three months until summer break. Mm-hmm. And versus people who like work in other jobs that are more conventional. They just have the weekends off. They just have the weekends. There's no yeah. end game. I can't I can't focus without having like a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I, I can't be like, oh yeah, in ten years. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't do yeah, that. I don't think anyone So that's can. a huge like pro for me. So the way so I guess I being learn. a teacher if you really think about it you're kind of like in the matrix and you're out of the matrix yeah you can do whatever you want you know like when you're working you're in the matrix yeah and then when you're not you're out of the matrix i feel like i'm definitely like two different people versus like my summer person and my person that i'm actually at work because wow. i'm like i'm so carefree and people so or personalities dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, tap, we'll tap into that one next time <laughs> yeah, well. well i got a uh, sorry, I, I was hogging the shisha the whole time. Yeah, I was you. very uh, intrigued of what you had to say. And uh, I thank you for everything that you, you. you shared. You Glad know? to be here. It was a fun uh, time. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, usually we say this in, in the podcast. Uh, like, oh, what are we smoking? But, uh, you know, you, <laughs> you, were, you had the microphone the whole time. Uh, we were smoking the Green Goblin Shisha Cup. And the flavor we were smoking, I believe, is Blue Melon. It does taste like a blue melon, for yeah, sure. I don't know. I think it's just a fancy name. It's like yeah. melon. It's like honeydew. It's really good. Yeah. I really like this one, actually. Yeah, it's, it's 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 nice. It's nice. You know, don't forget to smoke freely, you know. Appreciate as, it. I will. As the Don does. Uh, <laughs> do you, s- obviously, like, we're smoking. Do you smoke uh, shisha on your free time, or is it, like, a more of a social thing? Like, if it's there, it's there. Or... It's more of a social thing for yeah, me, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or, uh... Would you would you ever uh, consider if if one of your students <laughs> walked in with a shisha cup? Well, I know you. I know deep down you're gonna be like, damn, I know this guy. I know this product. Yeah, but okay, like, that's but, cool. but you're gonna have to, you know, have your teacher uh, yeah. mindset, your personality, your person, and you're like, oh, I would just confiscate it and keep it for myself, and be like, you don't get this back. So it's just like. Basic, hustle or get hustled. Oh wow! Yo. So like, no, you can't have that in my classroom. And I'll take it from them. If you're not getting it back, like that's inappropriate, and I'll leave it in my drawer. 
and then I'll be smoking freely after school. <laughs> oh man, I love it! I love it! Oh my goodness, that just made my day. Okay, yo, we're talking about com- uh, confiscated. Is com- confiscated? Yeah. So you remember Tamagotchis? Oh yeah, those are fun. I used to have one, and uh, obviously used to. And I remember I had to feed it, and I was feeding it, and one of my teachers. Oh, took right. it from me and she never gave it back and i remember i was like i have to feed it i, I wonder if it's it. alive with her still yeah i have no idea i don't care anymore <laughs> maybe but, she's feeding it daily yeah, maybe 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 because like you know how it has like a keychain attached to it yeah. maybe it's attached to her keychain who knows oh, it's actually so but cute. Uh, nevertheless i appreciate you being part of the talks thank you i appreciate being asked to be here you know i, I think we got you in the perfect time because you know whoever's listening you guys know it's summer's over you know, even though the weather's still beautiful at some places and whatnot, you know, for some, for a lot of people, it's back to school, back to work, back to the reality. You know, no more, you know, late night summers. You know, late night oh, walks. You know, yeah. sun is setting really early, and because it's setting really early, I guess like, I think that's one thing that I loved about the summer is like when the sun would set like after nine thirty, yeah. ten, whatever. It's nice. You know, give it one more month, sun's gonna be setting at like. 4, 5, 6 p.m. I don't think about it. It's so you sad. Know, yeah. It gets dark quick. And when it gets dark, it's like, all right. Like, the, the night's over. Like night's over, o'clock. you know? Yeah, it's 6 <laughs> o'clock. What do you, you guys still want to do that? No, that's, that's over. Yeah. But anyways, guys, um, you guys know where to find us. It's uh, Shisha Dawn, S-H-E-E-S-H-A-A-D-O-N. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you have any questions for you. Camilla. <laughs> Miss Camilla. The Thank teacher. You. Oh, Miss Camilla, I like that. Yeah. In out of school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't be, yeah. Let us uh, ask away. We'll have a question thing. There's no end. such thing as a bad question. That's oh. what I tell my students. So I do think that there's a bad question. There's a I lot of bad questions. Yeah. You know, I think I think ha- throwing that out there just makes people feel more comfortable. Yeah, like, I'm okay. definitely judging it, but I don't tell them that. <laughs> exactly, 100. percent Because when you judge it, I'm telling you way the students it think sticks it sticks with them yeah. you know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing but uh thank you for being part of the talks again thank you loved it here like follow everybody like follow yeah. <laughs> stream, stream comment you know everything share. follow smoke freely everything <laughs> yeah. but uh you guys have a good one i hope you enjoyed your summer we will be back for another ep eventually but uh you know as fall season does approach and it is now spooky as spooky season does approach us we will be uh We'll be releasing EPs pretty soon here, but we're going to take it easy now. Anyways, ciao from the Don and ciao from the teacher. See ya. Ciao.